0: Man, I don't know about you, but if I ever get some sort of uh, weird psychedelic vision of some woman waking me up in the middle of the night to go out in the rain, I don't even know what it is. I, I try to put myself in that position and it's not even I wouldn't even question the vision per se. I would just get mm-hmm. angry at the thought that this bitch wants me to go out in the rain. I don't like the rain. It's a I bit just, too much. I'm just I'm just like a wet. I'm just like a fucking cat in water though i'm like a wet cat
1: <laughs> like just, just really there's like really really bitter and upset when you get wet you're like nah, absolutely. Man. absolutely i can see that I, I can see if your hair was looking you know just kind of like like all gnarly and stuff like that you'd be outside and it gets all wet and mad down and you're just like nope oh I'm my done, god i'm done with dude. this i'm done with dude, this yeah you your,
2: your frown would just be a perfect upside down you no sarah saw this shit
0: because snow snow is just cold rain that's all it is it's fucking <laughs> more snow. or less yeah, yeah. yeah
2: it's just, a little more manageable though but
0: Oh, but dude, it sucked in Boston. I was like Russell Crowe the entire time. I just stone faced, <laughs> angry, I hated it. But um,
1: yeah, man, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed if it was raining. I mean, have you ever slept through the rain? It's it's so relaxing. Like I would, like no, yeah. I don't care. I don't care what that bitch wants. I don't care about those other bitches in the castle. I don't care. <laughs> this is comfortable. I, I I'm this is soothing.
0: You kind of like, gotta can
1: get me up in the morning, please.
0: You kind of got to put yourself in that position, like, what if he overslept? What if he ignored it?
1: Well, I guess, <laughs> like, I, I, I guess the wizard got all that stuff that she was talking about. Oh well.
0: Oh. Yeah, like what would be of Aga him when fucking Hyrule had, had that?
1: I don't know, man. Like the what if scenario. <laughs> well, what if Link? What if Link just kept on sleeping? That's what. That's what the sequel's gonna be. What if Link just kept on sleeping?
0: And then no, 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 wait, wait, and then it's just gonna pull a Mario Brothers two and fucking throw him into Hyrule Subworld where he fucking fights King Wart's brother, Fart. Oh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh, well. King Wart's brother, dude, King Fart. It's it's self explanatory, man. It remember? is, it is.
1: I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh man,
2: wait, wasn't there an Earthbound boss named Fart or Belcher?
1: It was something Belch, like it. something barf. like that.
2: No, it was Barf, is what it was. It was a huge pile of puke.
0: Yeah, so, how come you down on that shit? Let's keep in mind, hold on, let's <laughs> keep in mind that I started a one-man campaign in fucking Club Nintendo to get them to fucking, like, put Earthbound on Virtual Console. And, like, what, I don't know, uh, five years later? Five years later, they did mm-hmm. it. Uh, And it's funny that, I don't know, maybe four, because eventually I just petered oh There's so much shit I haven't even registered Mm. um but i think the saddest part though is because there's still like so many different like licensing and image agreements uh and uh references that they're gonna have to edit it again and it's not even gonna be the same earthbound that everybody remembers that's why it's because like somebody was just like why the fuck is it taking eight months to dump a rom
1: on a service yeah and i'm just like dude that's a shame it's like it's like not even like what people have been asking for it's gonna be like just like a, a former shell of the game that
2: they remember. I can I can see it now. People are going to play it. They're going to say, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah.
1: Are they going to say, "What is it? No, not, not not what the fuck is this? Like like this is not the game I remember. It's what the fuck is this? I I don't I actually I just don't know what this game is. <laughs> you know, like that game I think is so like for the hardcore. Like the casual audience doesn't even know about that game. I don't think really. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, would the you thing agree? About the whole
2: thing right like it's it's so it's for the hardcore yes but the hardcore already have it and they've got the right version if you know what i mean right so i I know
0: man i'm cheap but i went and bought it
2: like you've got it right
0: no i don't i need to buy it
2: oh you you don't have an actual copy for snes no that's weird you know what i do have though
0: even though it's even weirder you know what i do have what fucking earthbound zero i got an (laughs) earthbound zero repro (laughs) of course yeah, of course, because I'm that fucking weirdo. I don't know, man. I, I just recently bought Samurai Pizza Cats, and that's what's been in my fucking Famicom as of late.
2: <laughs> and, nice.
0: Yeah, like, fucking game, dude. There is so much shit, dude. That like,
2: that's coming we... to DVD soon. Actually,
0: is it? Ooh, Sweet. It is. Oh, dude. I'm just. I just picked up Volume One and Two of mm, some Ducktales, and I need to get. I need to get at me some fucking Volume Three, and then. <laughs> And then I fucking found all the Rockies in a set. And, like, I didn't care if I owned them. I bought them again because I, I can't get enough of some sly.
2: Oh, my God. You know what, though? I'll be honest. And I've said this before at least twice on the show. Montage scene in Rocky Four is hands is down the best music ever. It is the shit. It is the I want, shit. I want to I I drag shit. a tree dude, everywhere
1: I go. the shit. Yes. Oh, I want to
0: chop the fuck out of some wood. Like,
1: mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. Didn't, we,
0: didn't we do this one already?
1: We did. Probably, probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the figure of Link to the Past. Let's fucking talk about Link to the Past.
1: I get it, because his name's Link. (laughs) (laughs) You're a piece of
0: shit. Fucking start the show.
1: Alright, so, yeah. yeah. It, it, Nintendo always does that shit, like, naming titles with, like, you know, words that have the initials DS for any of their DS games. It's oh, like, uh, come on, Nintendo, Nintendo like, game? what are you doing? Like, like I get really it, but you're not... Argument you're, again? Are we oh, really like, gonna I, I'm, I'm, argument again? I'm just saying, like, I, I just know that, like, Link to the Past, like, oh, yeah, because, you know, Link, right? And it's just like, man. Come on,
2: that, okay, fuck
0: you. That's a clever reference. I, I, mean, I, I,
2: I endorse uh, that one. I don't know. It opened my eyes like an awakening mm mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't No, because I a link to the okay link.
1: <laughs>
0: fuck you! Don't <laughs> not yet. i you. Okay. <laughs> um, no, because like a link to the past is actual saying, like a stitch in time,
1: a link to the past. Yeah, no, I know, of course. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, it makes sense.
1: I know like, it fuck. does. I just
2: mm.
0: wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We have one motherfucking schmuck who like revels in
1: like the stupidest of puns. The puns. I
2: yeah, know, I know. you're right. Then...
0: And then uh, you, you,
1: maybe, maybe I'm just here. jealous because they got got to it so, so early, say, like what, 92 or something like that.
2: People say that uh, puns are the lowest form of humor, but I think i got to disagree on that. you got to have a pretty good understanding of the language in order to pull them off, right?
1: It's true. I, it's true. I, I, think, I, I think maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just jealous. I'm just, I'm feeling one on. I thought he was literally
0: going to use one right there in that sentence. It's like, I he, can't. I can't. He probably was. I probably just interrupted him from doing it. I'm just, I'm on fucking eggshells, dude. Like, come on, man. Give me one pick.
1: <laughs>
2: it's, uh, it's on. It'll happen. I'm sure. It will.
1: Well, yeah. It, it, the show just started.
2: Yeah. It did. Mm-hmm.
0: Welcome, everybody. Press Podge Radio right. Games Club. We got another, we got a games club on a games club in a games man. club.
2: It's a yeah. triple feature. Yeah.
1: yeah we, we've done a lot of those.
0: Yeah,
2: we're but we <laughs> like felt like a Triforce, my friend. Oh, there it is.
1: Yes, there it is. That, <laughs> that's that's wait too like long. a reference. I
2: don't know if that's a pun.
0: Is that you think yeah. that'd be like a reference? I'm not so sure. Mm, an that. illusion. We'll call that an illusion. Okay, I'll, yeah. Yeah. I'll, Okay, we'll do that. I'll, sure. I'll give that to you. For for those who are illiterate, illusion with an A, not illusion. Sarah, Sarah's not a magician.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it's all in your mind. Oh my god! But what if you were? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a I love that. <laughs> I like it.
2: I got the eyebrows for it.
0: Oh, oh dude, mm, I want that a, as a gif now. If Steven you can, eyebrows? Oh dude, if you can make that a gif, I
1: swear <laughs> to god,
0: you would make he the can. rest he, of He my did it of
1: me. He he did a talking head with me, so I'm sure you probably oh, pull want,
2: up. <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome by the way. Oh, I
1: loved it, dude. I I, I was like he I was like he's not going to fucking do that. And like sure enough he did.
2: But the thing was, it's like I took that picture of you in front of the World of Warcraft thingy, right? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, master. how am I going to do this? And I sort of visualized this three frame animation. And when I tried it and uh, and I made it go, I couldn't help but laugh. It, it worked so
1: perfectly. <laughs> it was pretty
2: amazing. People it, need yeah, to watch I that. I um, myself way too much. Uh, you need to I, watch that.
1: Is it just
0: me or was I the only one that pointed out the irony that a Canadian did the talking head animation on
2: another person? Like, I don't know. That's weird. Okay, I can see.
1: I, I I see the, the the um the irony in it. Yeah, I guess
2: South see that. Park. I, only if you're yeah. big into South Park, though. Hmm.
0: Yeah. True. I still, I don't even really get the joke behind that, but whatever. It's fun. It's fun. Is it? Is it? It is. All right. Fucking so. My name's George, and uh, I played Link's Past. Hello, George. Hey, hey, buddy. What's up? Uh your bad. Your name is Sarah. And My you. name is Sarah,
2: and I played Link to the Past. You have played imagine, Link to the Past. Imagine the, the astounding odds by which we both played Link to the Past in the recent past.
1: <laughs> and a shocker, I kind of <laughs> sort of played Link to the Past. Hi. No. <laughs> Hi. Oh. That's, that's me in a nutshell. I started something, didn't finish it. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Oh, God. Well, dude. Yeah, but at least you didn't get like the asshole barrage of fucking review
0: copies while you're you're fucking out and about, man. Yeah, that that yeah. I'm I'm just now dusting that out, and then I don't know. Um, so this games club is going to be cool because it's going to have traditional broadcasts, pri uh, proper like uh, mm-hmm. you know, we always do. But um, uh, we are planning some video supplements for it to do some highlights of what we'll be talking about with additional additional text. So. Uh, it's it's been a while since I talked to you guys, so well, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean we're we're all busy playing the games for the real
2: well, s- especially me. I haven't talked to you in forever in a day. I know since man. PAX, in fact, what the fuck?
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: That is crazy, actually. I'm sorry, dude. I've I am so fucking zonk. because like I I kind of look back at like all the work that I've done in the last month, and I'm still like doing like I just dude. I've just been running on fucking farts and dreams like mm-hmm. at this point farts a and winning
2: combination
0: absolutely and uh i don't know a lot of that's coupled in with um a lot of that is coupled in with uh rockstar um it's been a whole year since i quit smoking cigarettes you guys Sick. congratulations that's there you awesome have
1: dude.
0: It. and, and here's to many more i know i just very proud of you one. thank you but i, I just want mm-hmm. one so badly right now and um <laughs> and then I, I got my second septum piercing, and I started my tattoo sleeve. So now I look even shittier as a human being. Just
1: there you go. Just just go with go with new and better addictions.
2: Awesome. Mm-hmm. There, the way go. to be.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So this is pretty
0: much it. Well, let let's not talk about what's been happening to us recently. Let's dive back. Di- and I'm not going to use the obvious. Let's just dive back. Just I want this to be like Climbing. a falling exercise. You, know, you want to do, <laughs> do it? Not going to do it. i'm gonna i'm gonna dive back into the recesses of the years there we go ha (laughs) yeah because i'm because i'm the one percent i'm fucking and i'll stick to it you tipped around that one pretty well i did Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe not so much and we're (laughs) going to talk about the definitive zelda uh so enough talk (laughs) have at you I mean, was,
1: I mean, should we say why we're talking about Link to
2: the Past? Why now?
0: Yeah, actually, I, I think that would be appropriate. Yeah,
2: okay. I mean, we've had enough people ask, right? So,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it, OK, OK, because like this was
1: something we were honestly planning to do uh, later
2: at, at some point. point yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: definitely.
1: I mean, it's it's kind of like when we talk about games clubbing Bioshock, like definitive games from, you know, our history. You know, games that define us, you know, and what we like and what we do. And maybe the reason why we do this now. I mean, I, I would probably say Link to the Past is one of those games that, you know, makes you want to be involved in games in some way, shape, or form. You know, or, or just be enthusiastic about games. You know, it, it's very, uh, a very defining game.
0: And see, the thing is, the thing is with uh, Link to the Past, it, it just sort of made itself relevant again when Nintendo did the uh, Nintendo Direct, I believe, on April 10th. And even though we came off the heels of Bioshock Infinite uh, Games Club, the fact that uh, they made a very bold move, like, I don't know, it,
1: some are calling it the Final Fantasy X-2 of Legend of Zelda. But... I, I, I feel like it's them doing, like, what we thought was the impossible. You know, like, we'd always talk about, like, they're gonna, they are going gonna—they need to do a sequel to that game. It's like, it's never going to happen. They're never going to do that, you know, and then that's actually, you know, kind of take place. I just I almost didn't think it was real, you know, when they first announced it. You know, and and that's the thing because it's not
0: again uh, the the definition of a Legend of Zelda sequel is is so muddied uh, as opposed to the actual proper definition of of a sequel. But yeah, it's a continuation of an established storyline. It's not we're gonna take a familiar setting, some familiar titles, and then we're gonna place them on an ocean or in the sky or. You know, in another world that seems like one before. I mean, it's a continuation of everything that was already set in a place all the years past. And there you go. I did it. So there you go. Fuck all
1: y'all. There you go. There um, it is. But, but it's kind of weird because, I mean, I we'll probably get to it at some point. But, I mean, it kind of just, it, it doesn't really leave you hanging. I mean, it's pretty cut and, you know, you know, it's pretty much done at the end. I mean, like, there's not really, uh you know reference to a possibility of something else going on is there
2: yeah it's pretty much self-contained as it is yeah. right? There's so i mean not it's really interesting much room for a sequel to be honest mm-hmm.
0: but still you know what i will say this and where i think it's uh i think it gives them actually more room to be creative if anything because if you think about it like, the, uh, the dichotomy of a Legend of Zelda formula requiring, like, specific elements that kind of fit to a, a set adherence of rules has kind of worked against it, especially within Skyward Sword. Like, even when Skyward Sword tried to be a bit different, it didn't work out. Here you have, like, the flexibility of, of delivering it in a 2D space, so you already have so much more that you can do with making it expansive, open, and then putting shit in it without overwhelming the player. So you have that advantage. B, mm-hmm. it has the ability to possibly be one of the more different Legend of Zeldas, and quite possibly the most attractive, like the definitive Zelda. I mean, it's not there. There aren't many, and and again, we're talking about the Nintendo ones, not not the CDI ones. But <laughs> yeah. when I when I mention <laughs> this, but like there there aren't really any Legend of Zeldas where you talk directly to the king. In fact, uh, the only one it didn't even come out. To America was from the uh, BS Legend of Zeldas uh, on the BS Link to the Past with the uh, contextual narrative that was done. Where you actually took on missions for the king. And there was a man that was actually narrating and playing the voice of King of Hyrule. And you actually got to see him sit in his throne proper and do uh, extended shit. Which I wouldn't be surprised, being as none of us who don't have access to ROMs, you know, that may have been dumped on the internet, have been exposed to... It, to begin with, I I, I can guarantee, almost I don't want to say guarantee, but I could feel pretty confident in saying that Nintendo's gonna fucking mine that that material.
2: But I'm not I mean, so sure though the, the problem with the BSL does is that there was that live element to it, right? You had to tune in at certain times.
0: Well, right. But what I mean by that is that there was actual different material. Like they, oh well, yeah, they, I guess. That's what I'm talking about. They like the physical content, not not the actual like atmosphere. I mean, that would be fucking amazing. Yes, I, I it would if they, like, did some sort of narrative, like, in that aspect, I mean, look at the success that Bastion's seen with it. Like, if you apply that in A Legend of Zelda versus, like, dude, if you get Patrick Stewart to fucking narrate what I do and Link to the Past 2, like, there you go, 10 out of 10, like, fucking Game of the Year, 5 of 5, like, th- that that game won Metacritic, right there. Um, but on a serious note, I mean, there's a lot of material, surprisingly, they can mine, I mean, and, and the, the coolest part is all the material they can mine is shit that will set it apart from all the other Zeldas and, yeah. and still make it feel familiar. And isn't that really the charm of Link to the Past? Like, it, it manages to do so many different things that none of the other Zeldas have even done. And, like, most, you know, Zeldas on and beyond emulate, especially Ocarina of Time. I, I, don't, I don't understand when people can pick apart Link to the Past in, in comparison to Ocarina of Time when Link to the Past stands is not only one of the most, the, the definitive Zelda game, but one of the best games,
1: period. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, Which I can get behind. Like, I'm not so big on No creative of Time, but dude, Link to the Past, fuck all y'all. That's the best ga- Zelda game there is.
0: Well, see, and that's the thing. I mean, uh, funny enough, in, in, in the biggest sort of ironic way, um, where James is wrong a lot of the times, he's especially
1: wrong with this one, he's not a Zelda fan and yeah. like it's cheating him. it was weird it was weird too because i remember like i was like hey are you gonna be on this he's like i ah, i really don't want to talk about zelda that much i was like like what do you mean you don't want to talk about zelda like, like why wouldn't you want to i don't understand that like it, 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 it <laughs> like it seemed <laughs> wrong
0: to you like it, like, it did I
1: was, I was like are you are you sick are, i mean yeah. if, you know if you can't make it on we'll, we'll reschedule No, like, no, i just don't want to talk about zelda like well
0: what color is the sky james what color <laughs> is the sky dog how many fingers it's, am i holding <laughs>
1: It's just weird. It shouldn't be in someone's vocabulary. I don't think it just seems wrong. I just I don't know. It'd be like someone saying they hated Mario. Like not just like I don't really care about Mario. Just like I hate Mario. Fuck Mario.
2: Well, I do hate New Super Mario Brothers too. Fuck that game. Well, you have to because it's the exact same thing. (laughs) But you know. But dude, I love how you talk to to me about Mario Brothers three, and then uh, you've got a conversation.
0: Well, no, but
1: world. Yeah. Nah, not so much. Yeah, I know. I uh, think we all decided three is a better game, but... We did. You yeah. got still yeah. lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Karibo, shoe, or bus, dog. Um, especially <laughs> yes, especially if it's on top of Sean. Yes, sir.
0: Exactly. <laughs> drunk Sean. Absolutely. In
1: a frog suit. <laughs> when is he not drunk, you guys? <laughs> Man. I love how we have just kind of, like, put him out there as a drunkard, and he's totally not. No, he... <laughs> Well, he kind of did
0: that to himself on GDC when you see a grown, bearded man carrying someone over his shoulder so he can get him to the nearest Mexican restaurant and feed him fucking alcohol-absorbing Mexican food. (laughs) He did that that on on his own. Get to yourself, Sean, yep. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway. um, No, it's just... It's funny to me because uh, James, uh, really, he made a lot of strong stances about how Bioshock Infinite will forever be theorized for what it's done for video games mm-hmm. and link to the past is in that boat now i mean it has I, I, it has arguably yeah, no. one of the most brilliant compositions s- in games and i mean not not musically i mean just built like it's a fucking yeah. it's i so-
2: would s- i would say that perhaps as um as like uh, the original super mario brothers has influenced action games uh since its debut in 1986 uh, or eighty five was it? Wh- whatever it was, I would say that the Legend of Zelda: uh, A Link to the Past specifically uh, sort of set a precedent for every adventure game that came out since, as well. Mm. And we can we can get into the finer nuances later because there's one in specific that I want to touch on. But uh, elements specifically brought in on uh, on this particular installment have really become such a mainstay that it's kind of hard to uh to not bring up zelda when comparing them to many modern games
1: But you know, and I think the, the exciting thing for me, like you guys know me, like I'm 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 pretty I'm 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 down on 3D. I'm on board with 3D if it's done correctly or it's done, you know, in a way I think like fits it. And that's kind of why I'm excited about this sequel, you know. The fact that, you know, the game was kind of just you know, for it's time it did a lot of great things, but you know, that sense of like, you know, multiple levels, you know, like, you know, like the top being overlaid over the like the bottom floor. Like, lot of stuff, you know, it was done pretty well for the time, but, you know, obviously there was limitations. Now with the 3D that they're going to be able to implement, I feel like that makes it even more, you know, you, you have that sense of scale, you have that sense of, okay, like, I'm getting, like, you, know, you see in the trailer, they get, like, kind of flung up to the second level, the second part, and you can see that depth. You can see that now in the game. It's, like, just, that's why I'm excited about, that they can actually take that with the new technology to actually make it even better than it was. But, um, yeah, I, I totally agree, like, especially for... Uh, that game being out for, I mean, what, 20 years now?
0: Yeah, and More even than then, 20
1: years at this point, you know?
0: I, I would say that if if you could find me, I, I, I was 20, always... <clears throat>
1: 22 years.
2: 22 years.
0: 22 years,
1: yep. Yeah, Mode 7... People listening to our show, they're younger than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus
0: Christ, yeah, there are, and they have no business. Fucking where here. are your parents? Get off my lawn. God damn it. <laughs> uh, but no, be, going back, though, like the mode 7 in in the super NES library i mean be it super mario world or act razor or fucking the arguably the only other good mode 7 game that that i mean heavily uses it is like castlevania 4 super castlevania 4 and then the definitive one is definitely legend of zelda link in the past cuz again it it's built around and, and that speaks only a testament to the game in general it's constructed in such an intentional way that i don't i don't know man like I've, i i I love You You guys hear me say words like organic and, and a resonance, like something that, that uh, speaks to you in ways that doesn't feel like it's directly communicating with you, but more or less sharing with you and something that immerses you in between. And Link to the Past is, quite honestly, the very first example of that really done seriously within the video game realm. I mean, honestly, you, you can argue that other games have done it beforehand within NES past or even... Sega Atari Pass, if you really want to fucking be weird, but <laughs> Super super NES, um, having Link to the Pass and doing so, it, it'll it essentially speak to the themes that I really want to touch on, and I, and I kind of want to touch on why this game is significant, because uh, most have argued with me just, like, how Link to the Pass is overrated, and I don't understand that. The, the, hearing that is like hearing, like, somebody... F- fucking talk shit on super metroid and i'm not i'm not trying to bring up an argument i'm just again it as as Jane or fucking james expresses like disinterest it boggles my mind why and you know i can't imagine he's the only one who's saying that so that's that's what really makes this games Club because like honestly it was really it was really good to hear that this games club wasn't about just people who are reminiscing but People who wanted an excuse to play it so they can hear us talk about it. And now it makes me feel good to know that they can experience just like why I love this game. And this game, if you were to ever talk about how... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and throw out in this argument. If we can just fling right into it before we really get physically into the game. So I'm going to use Andrew as the best example. Because Andrew cool. on a, quite honestly is the best example. Sarah and I have grown up on obscure games. I mean, obscure like we try to get Andrew to play it, but she fucking <laughs> he fucking he won't. Like, but, uh, like there's, we, we can... <laughs> there's we, certain... we'd be
2: hard pressed to to pay him to to play some of the shit we have.
0: Well, no, we just give it to him.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we to buy it.
2: There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but um. But generally, no. I mean, there's some old shit that he can play, and then there's others that he can't. It just, it, it doesn't hit the same note with him. And
2: honestly,
1: mm-hmm. we get it. I mean. It's hard, to, it's hard to go back if I hadn't experienced it and, know, initially.
0: And you know, and Sarah's kind of touched on a point, and and I want Sarah to fully understand what I'm saying when I bring this up. But Sarah once told me that there's a, somebody he personally knows that, that pretty much kind of harps negatively on retro gaming. That there's just you know there's no way to really go back to it. That there's no point. And where I disagree with it personally, but I mean I have personal reasons. In a logical level, he does make some sense. Only because you know I mean unless you have an appreciation for it that you can personally uh, that you can personally associate. I, I, a lot of that shit's going to be lost on a new audience, which is why we've always gone back and forth And what exactly could we introduce to somebody when it comes to video games and their first experience. Do we introduce something that's, you know, a product of the modern gaming generation or a, a retro, older product of, of gaming past?
2: I literally it's... just listened to that episode yesterday. Again.
0: Which episode?
2: The, uh, the Parenting and Gaming.
0: I... Yeah, dude, I really like that episode. It was it made it's me a good perfect. episode. Yeah, it's good. Um, but I, I do want to say though that, Blink um, to the past is the exception to these uh, to these apprehensions, and quite honestly, you know, I, I could fucking confidently say that it it is the most. And people use this description a lot, and it and it kind of like. You know, it's like fucking somebody using the word awesome and, and like, some really stupid nerd just getting freaked out over somebody using the word awesome uh, out of context of the literal definition for it. But, I mean, a lot of people throw in that that analogy, like, it ages like a fine wine. And, dude, there's a lot of games that don't age like a fine wine. And, like, when people use that shit with, like, Clay Fighters or fucking (laughs) Primal Rage, I just shit my head.
2: Those games have aged into turpentine.
0: I, I. Not, uh, not necessarily. The problem of Rage is fucking... It, it's unique. I will say that. It's it's kind of shitty, but a I clay really... Clay Fighter? Oh, no. The original Clay Fighters are fucking dumb. Hey, do you want to hear Ta-da. something fucking insane? Oh, man. Holy shit. I don't shit. know. <laughs> do you want to hear something fucking insane? Do you know how much the Clay Fighters are right now for collector value on the Nintendo 64? The game? Yeah, the games. Both of them. Okay. 64 and, and three thirds, and then 64 and a half director's cut. Like, both of them? Yeah. Dude, they're like fucking hundreds of dollars. No, they're no. hundred. Oh. I'm not. Did fucking look them no. up.
2: Look There's them no up. Way.
0: There it is. That is the way. They are Man. fucking. They are like obnoxiously expensive. Like they're they're so bad too. Well, they're not. Uh, no, director's cut was actually kind of fun and fix it. But then the other
1: one's not good. But it,
0: I can't okay. imagine. Yeah. Anyone...
1: um Holy shit. Okay. Well, yeah. He's right. No.
0: How much? How much?
1: Alright, Clayfire Sculptor's Cut, N64, good condition, cartridge only, 250 bucks. If, yeah? if, if you have a complete inbox, $2,500.
0: Jesus you. Christ! Why? Why? Why is that fucking game so
1: expensive? Uh, I have no idea. Whereas you what? can buy fucking Ocarina, you know, or Majora's <laughs> Mask for $30 for N64, you know, this shit's a couple of grand? No. No. What's wrong with you people? You guys are doing it wrong.
2: It's kinda uh, weird, uh, isn't it? The most expensive games are always the shit. Oh, shittiest. it's a terrible. Yeah. It's so
0: terrible. Well, no, except Panic Restaurant, man. I've been kind of getting this um oh man, I want Panic Restaurant bad, and it's fucking stupid expensive. Um but was anyway, it yeah, Panic Restaurant's for the NES. It's a title I thought you were
1: saying game. Panic Restroom for a minute there. I was like, that's a weird fucking game. <laughs> That's a sequel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After uh, panic a rest- uh, restaurant, you go to panic restroom. Yeah, you're the
0: bathroom attendant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you have to fight evil toiletries and and literal douchebags. It's it's quite a fucking mess. Um, but no, fuck me, dude. I don't remember. where I- Oh, okay, yeah. So like, <laughs> I can honestly say that Legend of Zelda is the, that the the perfect definition, or I would say like the textbook dictionary reference that everyone should use when a when an older game ages like a fine wine it it is quite honestly a game that gets better with re- of like replay through so it, it like i you know i know this is really weird but stick with me it echoes a lot of the sentiments that i can associate with bioshock infinite through in, in terms of replay like never does that game get old in any way when you replay through it. You it's one of those games that I could wholeheartedly endorse or even like I, c- I could totally buy it when somebody tells me I started over literally after the credits stopped rolling. I can mm-hmm. buy that because there's even in with all the the charm and the whimsy inherent within the the actual theme and just overall ambiance of Hyrule and and how they nail it for the Super NES game has said, like, it's like when you buy a fine fucking piece of furniture from Ikea and you know you've done that everywhere else, but Ikea got it right in so many ways down to the very concert, down to the very fucking wood grain. And, And that that's linked to the past. And with the older you get and the more time you revisit it, the more things that you notice that just, compliment it like it's it's just so insane i know i've been just like going on and on but i i don't know i've never i can honestly say that i have never played a game that's been this brilliantly designed
2: and also stuff that you uh it, well you saw it the first time but noticed that things have really changed since then too which we'll uh, we'll get into soon
0: mm-hmm. well see the thing is with uh legend of zelda I mean, even as far as more modern examples, other than Wind Waker, because Wind Waker I still feel is the exception to the example, and I know you guys will agree, uh, Legend of Zelda was almost basically built around the concept of an organic world that you get lost in. The direction is there if you can find it and you have to pick up on it, but it's very much a world that you can get lost in, and yet, at the same time, that you can take in and take, uh, you can give in and then uh, take back. And the, what I mean by that is, if you pay attention and and you slowly adapt. And what I mean, games all basically possess that 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 uh, feature that that charm of adaptability, where after you've spent time and and you've been able to get like some hands-on like tangibility with what does work and what doesn't work within the within the system that the game puts you in you slowly start to learn from it it really is that that coming of age sort of design where i see trees that normally wouldn't have meant anything more to me and then i see trees as a form of stepping stone to reach something that i could more or less think that may be a path to another part of the world that i have yet to explore and and that's the beauty of Legend of Zelda. See, games like Mega Man X, for example, or other older games that are that stand the test of time the way they do is because they communicate how they play and what they do through direct gameplay, through through a sense of actual tangible trial and error, and then the fact that that builds within your your muscle from eye to muscle movement that that only advances. And mm-hmm what what I love about link to the past is that it's still it's so deceptive in how deep that well goes like we've we talked about it. it's 22 years and yet I've just recently gone back and I've noticed things in my in my 27th year of life you know and and it and it it boggles my mind just from the multiple times that I've replayed this game from my youth up into my teenage, up until recently, up until when even when we started Press Podge Radio, I could safely say that I've already played and replayed through Links to the Past at least once. It's a game that's just so easy to revisit, and when you do, it has it has this unique ability to feel new again because there's so much shit in the world. You know, I can I can definitely say that I'm probably there, there's got to be somebody out there that has found everything there is to find and link to the past. I mean, come on. Like I said, it's a 22 year old game. Like there's, there's a lot of hidden depth, but like it eventually, there's a limit. But it's the game's ability to fucking hide it and to slowly, like, you know what I mean? It, it all depends on the player. And I could, I can argue that that player fucking put way too much time, like more time that you would think. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, it, it's just something that. That I, I I think I love about it the most is it takes this concept and then it refines it and in the process sets a whole new standard that games are still trying to set. Like Skyrim, for example. Skyrim to me is quite honestly one of the most I would you know it's kind of, it'd, be, it'd sound weird to say it but it's probably one of the more uh, accurate uh, representations of modern games trying to emulate some of those ideals. Cause there there are points of Skyrim, whether it be Whitefall or or some of the other towns that have this they have their placement, and they have their intentional spot to where you, you can navigate. You can you can roam the world of Skyrim and people you'll know where you're at, even aside from the map. But it's a game that you, you enjoy getting lost in and it's a game that you enjoy communicating what you can do. Granted there's shit that I still haven't found. And I'm going to argue there's might be some shit others haven't found because of how large it is, but it, it more or less hits the same
1: tone. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I think, I think also it's the fact that like you're saying people will become invested in it. You know I mean? It, it's, it's not just, you know, playing the game. Like you, like you do feel like, you know, you're on this adventure and that you're finding things and that I, I totally agree with you. I mean, you, you learn these things through gameplay You know, it's not the kind of game like it does give you a little bit of a tutorial right at the beginning, but you're stumbling across things and finding things that aren't really clearly explained to you. And then once you've done that, you realize, oh, okay, that's an element of the gameplay that I can use. I didn't even know I, I, you know, it wasn't clearly defined to me. I just found out just by doing, you know, and and that's that's how you play through the majority of the game. It's just, you know, using these skills and just kind of figuring it out on your own. And it's so. I mean, like you said, it's organic, like, you you know, you're just you're not looking at a book, a strategy guy, you're not looking up a gameplay, you know, walkthrough, like you're just learning this. I mean, we didn't have this stuff in the 90s. You know, what I mean, that's what's so cool about it. like you were on this adventure just like Link. And yeah, I mean, even now, like while I was playing a little bit today, just to kind of get back into it and like just it's so amazing how that all works, like without even trying to. It just it makes you feel like, oh, I can't believe I found that. This is amazing. You know, even like when you like you cut away some of the brush, you know, you cut away, and you're like, "Oh, there's a hidden entrance!" Like I, I didn't realize that was even there. Like, cool, it's just ugh, it's so amazing. And you're right, games even now can't do that. Like they'll try so hard to emulate, and they can't even try. And this just does it naturally.
2: And I think uh, in terms of like the scope that uh, that Link to the Past has, and how it uh, how it's sort of emulated in games of today, uh, with people playing it and with so much to find. There will be people that, of course, go through the game and find different stuff, and so it sort of adds to the sort of lore uh, to the game. Like where where one person will have his own sort of account, and then another person will hear about it and say, "What? There's no way!" And he goes back <laughs> and checks it out, and then it's almost like a it's almost like a treasure map that can be used over and over again. You hear about this legend, you check it out, and sure enough, it's there.
0: You want to hear a really uh, ironic discovery that I made in in this games club? That, What's that? again. like that's the beauty of this game i discovered something i didn't even know you can do and it's ironic because it's almost kind of obvious but i don't i'm i don't think i'm alone so if you use the pegasus boots and you charge into uh the trees you'll sometimes uh, come across wasps right and then your very first reaction kill the fucking thing because it will attack you right right you can catch it with a bug net and when you catch it and bottle it It'll stay as an item in your bottle, and then when you release it, you've tamed that bug, and it'll go around attacking enemies on the screen.
2: Yes, it will.
1: That's, that's pretty cool. That's it's awesome. Yeah, I, didn't that. I did not that know cool. that. And, and and they won't they won't come out and directly tell you that you just kind of just figure that out. How how cool is that, man?
2: Like when I when I first played the game like ages ago, right? I would ah. say, "Oh, sweet fairy, get the fairy, fill up my heart. It's awesome!" But I didn't know that you could catch them with a net, so. When I finally said, "Okay, well, yeah, I'll try using the the, the bug net here. I had forgotten about my fairy. And when I died, out it came and I was revived.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. I mean, I I got was like, no, you
2: know,
1: it's just cool because, like, you know, I get that net and I'm just so like, just and, and, you know, this is kind of going back to what you guys are saying. Like, I didn't grow up with these games like like you, you both did, you know, so I'm kind of almost like desensitized to this to the point where I'm like, "Okay, I got a net. What am I going to do with this stupid thing? This is fucking dumb. I don't even think twice about like, all right, I got a net, whatever. I don't care. You know, like it's just, you don't see how like those can actually be implemented into gameplay and how you can use all that stuff. Cause it just, it just doesn't tell you. I, I'm so desensitized to games where I need something to tell me, like just you know, tell me exactly what, I'm, what I need to do. You know, spell it out for me. Give me a quick save. If I mess it up and like, it's just, well, see, it there's, me, yeah. it, also, it also makes me sad that I, I, I know there is, but I just, it also makes me sad that I just didn't have that. You know, I feel like, People that didn't have this kind of thing to grow up on are really missing out. I mean, it's good to go back and be able to play it now, but just not be able to grow up with that, man. And see, um, Jimmy from
0: uh, from our mailbag, Jimmy, mm-hmm. kind of, we had some people write in our our mailbag, and he, he kind of speaks to this. And again, this is another thing that I did not know about. So... Um, you get two canes within the video uh, within the game, but we'll, we'll talk about later yes. when it comes to items and whatnot. One of them is the cane of Sumario, I believe. I don't because yep. he he did yeah. That's the one where you get to transform things, right?
2: And uh, no, that's cane that, of Brina. Uh, well, no, there's two um,
0: canes. There's one where there you transform is. blocks and shit, right?
2: No, the, the the first one creates blocks, and then you can make them disappear and turn them into a weapon. And the second one makes you invincible.
0: Yeah, so the Sumaria, so yeah,
2: the, yeah, Sumaria is the block when Berna is the invincible one.
0: Okay, but Sumaria doesn't just do blocks. You can also like hit enemies and hit things with them, and like various things will transform. Really? Yes. And huh, one interesting. Of, yeah. And like I remember that happening because I used it. Like I would use it like a sword, and I would hit things, and sometimes, like it would kill people. Sometimes it froze enemies. But um, going back to the B. Uh, sometimes it'll transform bees into fairies. Huh. Again. Neat. And I had
2: I absolute... mean, I was running around with the magic power being a total bastard, changing things into weird stuff.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. Never mind. That's not the cane. Um, It is the magic powder. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. The yeah. cane just creates blocks. Yeah. No. Okay. So looks like me and you both learned something today, Jimmy because he was, he just remembered there was an item and he he says he thinks it's the cane but there was an item that transformed things and you can transform the bee into a fairy that's another like I said and I believe you can get the uh, magic powder um, that's made from a, a
2: mushroom a mushroom yeah you find it yeah. in the uh, the forest of illusion
0: yes and see that's another thing too I mean there's so many different things that um again people didn't know about uh, like that I I was actually able to talk about because I, I was playing it with some friends and um i remember i found the bat secret the one who gives you the curse and some dude just like dude what the oh, fuck yeah. what does this do to you i'm like dude it's actually not really a curse. it's actually like i i it makes the game so much fucking easier but yeah there's this bat that, magic or yes yeah it, it, it quote unquote curses you but he actually gives you a perk to where you use half as much magic as you would for certain items and like when yeah. you get the when you get the staffs that like create fire or freeze, and then later on when you get near the end of the game and you have to use the, the silver arrows, like, dude, it it incredibly helps. Life-saver.
2: I never did find the quarter magic, uh, thing. I didn't
0: know there was a quarter magic.
2: There is a quarter. I used to have the quarter magic once upon a time. It's probably still on my old save, but uh, but yeah, you can quarter magic, and uh, it makes it even easier.
0: Dude. And see, none of these these things are all just found. Like Link to the Past kind of has like what Skyrim emulated. It has these caves that are just littered throughout the overworld. And yet at the oh, same yeah. time, at the same time, like I I have this very clear sense of direction with the overworld. And see, it 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 takes that concept from Legend of Zelda, but it expands it in such a beautiful way because there are NPCs that actually give you. Intelligible dialogue for fucking like you feel like you're actually like getting somewhere when you fucking approach a conversation, just like, oh, don't tell anybody, it's a secret, or oh, yeah. you want to play a game? Fucking Jesus. <laughs> so, I mean, okay,
2: but there is one thing I want to ask, uh, and I'm not sure if it's just a GBA thing or not. Uh, have you ever seen the Golden Bee?
0: No, I never even knew such a thing. existed. See,
2: yeah, I found this this. Uh, this guy in the world of uh, of darkness, and he's like, oh, you can't have the golden bee. That's my pride and joy. And I'm like, I want that fucking golden bee. <laughs> now. How do I get this bee? And I just didn't figure it out by the time we did this, but uh, I don't even know if it's Game Boy Advance exclusive or not, to be honest, because I don't remember it in the SNES. But it's been a while, so I don't know. Well,
0: well let's touch into the game. Let's touch into, yeah. like... Yeah. Of, I mean, we've talked about, like, all the like, all the qualities and intrinsic, like, traits of the game, but we haven't talked about, like, what brought it to light. Yeah, all the whys. All the whys. But the thing... Okay, so, Link to the Past is, as I mentioned, a definitive example for Legend of Zelda, because, honestly, if you think of Legend of Zelda to this day, even though the classic is looked at and also finally remembered, it it still doesn't really do over half the things that most people associate with Legend of Zelda nowadays. So, for example, uh, destruction of property, Link to the past, uh, and, and I mean, destruction of property, I mean, like, it, and it's still, it doesn't anymore, just because, like, you know, that's one of the things that I don't think has necessarily aged well. Well, it is because it's still fun to do in link to the past, but being able to like read a sign and then pick it up and throw it at an enemy, <laughs> yeah. or or just like toss rocks, pots. I mean, you never really interacted with an environment like that before, and like it, it almost had you pulling. And it wasn't even just like things that you could pick up. There are items that you could pull, and they would it, like something would happen in the environment. So it, that that whole like element. I mean. Granted, that was a concept that was in Legend of Zelda, but it it was only one dimensional in the fact like oh I push this block and some fucking shit happens and link to the past was like pull like it was a fucking bop it pull it twist it push it fuck it like something would happen. <laughs> Jeez,
2: I just I, I'm I'm just I remember that fucking thing. It was so stupid. Oh bop it, <sighs> bop it, God.
0: But the point is like going off of like. The, the analogy that Bopet was involved in. I mean there there's a, a myriad of different actions that you could have and and generally they all had their place within the environment. And the environment communicated like some sort of hint, again, through through fucking tangible gameplay, through like this very resonant uh resonant visual that that you you learn and the way the game paces it is just done so well and it's done through its items. And I mean there are a lot of trademark items that make it here. So, for example, we mentioned earlier how, like, Sarah was blown away by, like, oh, I can catch a fairy. That That's a trope at this point in Legend of Zelda. Like, every Legend yeah, of Zelda subsequent, yeah. And, like, most people, like, just assume that you can do that. But, like, fairies in the original Legend of Zelda were just touched. They were touched. And, like, you, especially if you are, like, in an area where you're surrounded by like-likes and fucking wizards, like, fucking do it. Just get, get it. God touch it and like even then getting it with a boomerang was probably the, the most crafty thing that you can do Yeah, with Link to the Past, however, Link to the Past gave you that that ability, like, something that was just, like, insane. It gave you, like, fairies that you you actually could catch and basically use as lives. You could even set them free if you wanted to and just touch them and use them traditionally, which, you know, most people would do when they wanted to get the all-too-famous sword beam, which, by the way, I love absolutely love 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 that that's that sword beam isn't even available at the very beginning of the game i love how it's introduced in yes. context with the lore because you know yeah. for the very first time like i don't know there's a sense of advancement that i think I, I really enjoy in link to the past because link to the past communicates that you're getting stronger it does so in two ways it does so contextually and visually legend of zelda the original for example it it did so visually to an extent, but it was so cryptic. You you pretty much found out just just by fucking around in the game and experimenting. While is in Link to the Past, did a much better job of letting the player know, like, well, this is what you've done and this is what you've accomplished. So here's here you go. Um, Link to the Past also introduced side quests, and for example, Andrew replayed through the game, but you know. Even going about getting that bug net, most people, I've met people who have never fucking got that bug net. I mean, absolutely, because you don't need
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you would never just go into that room and, like, see the kid, you know what I mean? Like, it just, like I said, it's stuff that's not really, you know, cut and dry, just, like, told to you. Like, you just have to kind of stumble upon it. If you didn't, it would never, it wouldn't punish you. You know, it's not one of those things you have to have. So you never, you, you never feel like you had to go get it.
2: Well, and to be can't... honest, like this time around, I had no. In- I actually uh, got uh, stumbled upon it randomly. To be honest, I was just like, "Okay, here's a house. Talk to this guy." Oh, bugnet, sweet. I'm out. I, I had no intention of getting it when I did.
0: Yeah, and see, well, because you you have to think to yourself, what what would a bugnet be? Like, there are certain items that really require you to to fuck with it, like before you understand why it it, it has a purpose. But the game, it's, it's really forgiving in certain aspects. I think the only time where it isn't is when you fuck with the canes. And even then, like, some of the items, like, the the cane that makes you invisible, complete no, it's not, it doesn't make you invisible, it makes you invulnerable. There's an invisibility cape. That's what it is. And see, there's so many optional items. That invisibility cape, dude, fucking mm. worthless. It's absolutely, like, it really <laughs> does nothing. Like, nothing you, at all. You, you can't attack while using it. Um, I really did de- like it. Has it no... helps you
2: navigate spikes? Uh, when, when you have when you have it activated, you don't take damage from spikes.
0: Really? We'll see. Yes, you don't take damage from spikes doing the invulnerability cane too. So, like, yeah, really, what?
2: It, al- it also works uh, at a slower rate.
0: See, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can see that happening. Okay, so there's one nifty use for it, but like, I don't know. It, it, I... I still... It's so funny to me, like, what that item does. But, I mean, I think of anything... Link to the Past was the very first game that also communicated, like, the importance of items. I mean, granted, like, that was something that was very... Uh, that was something that was very cut and dry within the original. And, I mean, it was... It, for God's sakes, it's even done in the attract mode. Like, where it's scrolling, like, oh, those must be the cool items. Well, meat. Yeah, monster meat looks important. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but, but Link to the Past expands that in every single way and not only that it there are items that all of them have a purpose except for the cape I, I still I'm, I'm searching for what the cape does but they all have a purpose in, in in what they do and none of them are exactly communicated if anything it's got a it's got a very metroid sense to it to where you know you've seen something around the world or even seen something earlier within the dungeon in which you uh, you know you acquired it and then yeah. you apply two and two together. And that sense of discovery is just like just fucking blown up. And like, it, it, again, like for its time, some of the most innovative items like the hook shot, most people like the hook shot was just like everything the boomerang did plus more. And it was a means of travel. I, I you have no idea how many times I've seen the hook shot just used for people to move around and they had fun doing yep. it, especially oh, in like yeah. wooded areas. Just be like hook fucking zoom zoom yeah. zoom like if if there was a if there was such a thing as legend of zelda parkour it, it's fucking <laughs> dude it, it is definitely that hookshot
2: and like the, i was going to mention the hookshot uh earlier i was saying that a lot of games uh, took cues from the hookshot well the most recent one that i can think of is pandora's tower without the hookshot will we have something like pandora's tower i'm not so sure
0: mm-hmm. i mean even every game almost it's every basically
2: game... hookshot the game
0: yeah, and and even then man, there's I think the way it also uh incorporates into the world and it also incorporates the enemies like that's what I love. All the items don't just serve one purpose. They they serve a multitude of purposes. Like there are enemies that can only be damaged by certain items like the hammer. And even then there's there are th- the things you can do with the
1: hammer are just so fucking delightful that I I had no idea.
2: <laughs> it
1: just <laughs> yes. really surprises me that a game that you know, like a game this old with only eight directions and two buttons can actually give you such like dynamic, you know, like just in terms of the like the action that you can do, the things that you can do in combat, uh, just the fact that you can do it with such like simplified tools, but you can accomplish so much. It's just it's insane to me that you can do that. It's like, ah, oh, man, it, it's like every time we like just talking about it and just kind of thinking on it just makes me like like this is why the game is so impressive. Like it, it accomplished so much with so little it's very basic at its core, but you can accomplish so many things. It's just, it's insane how it does that. And see, like, you know, every item has its own properties,
0: like, especially mm-hmm. in combat. Like, the hammer, for example. I mean, everybody will state the obvious, like, okay, you use them against turtles to turn them up on their backs, and then you can hurt them from there, and their are other enemies. But I mean, they're, uh, if you use it against, like, uh, the possessed knights, for example, or just, like, bipedal enemies, and you tag them with a hammer, it'll, it'll... Not only stun them, but it'll do a knockback. And if it mm. does a knockback and it connects with another enemy, then they experience the exact same stun. So I oh, mean, I didn't like, know
2: that that's cool.
0: Yeah, like the hook shot also stuns enemies, but uh, it doesn't stun them as long as a boomerang. Yeah. But it's, uh, it, it's it, it kills
2: a lot of enemies too, which yes. is handy. Yeah,
0: it kills the smaller enemies. Like their enemies, like they're across the screen, just like pew pew, and there you go. And I don't, it doesn't make that noise, but I like to imagine that it does. When I when I use it, um. But yeah, I mean, there there are enemies that get uh have different reactions to bombs, uh. The cane, for example, just turning certain enemies into blocks, and the magic powder, of course, which you know, I could have sworn it wasn't a cane. I I feel so bad because like we we were just playing the game, and I don't know if Jimmy recently played the game, but we were just recently playing it. At least I was. And I could have sworn it was a cane, too, but I guess it's the magic powder. But, yeah, just the fact that you get to explore with that magic powder and see the different effects that it has on item. Yeah. Uh,
2: like, you it, know those little green things that shock you when you hit them? Yes. Yeah, you can put glasses and weird lips on them with the magic powder.
0: What? Oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. No, I remember the, that now. The blob things? Yeah, the, yeah, like the cactus blob things. If you shoot what? them with a magic powder, it transforms them. <laughs> But yeah, the, uh. the fact that it transforms bees into fairies, I did not fucking know that. I did, however, like discovering that I can catch it. And like, it's so cool just seeing like when you go in your inventory and just seeing a fucking bottled bee. So, so great.
2: But even then, so like. I want to know how to get that fucking golden bee. I didn't even know there was a I'm golden obs- bee. I'm obsessing over the stupid bee now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have to know.
0: Yeah, but there, I mean, there are certain elements to it that just. I don't know. The game still had a lot of its cryptic qualities, believe me. That that much I know. Like, I think certain ones are just a little too fucking obscure. Like, getting the fourth magic bottle, I think, was uh, the stupidest. Because it involves a thief, and you have to take, it, take him a chest. But, like, you have no idea he's a thief. I mean, there are NPCs that talk about him, but they don't describe what he looks like or anything. And there's just this dude who hangs out on a mountain pass and doesn't say shit to you. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... He absolutely doesn't say shit. He, I think it's an actual ellipsis if you keep trying to talk to him. Um, but if you bring this chest, which you find within the dark world, uh, yeah, then from that point, he'll react to it. And I'll be like, hey, you know, And it, 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 I love it, too, that it's a it's a self-reference. It's an homage yeah. to the original. I'm like, hey, it's a secret. Don't tell anybody. But I used to be a fucking criminal. And I'll open this if you just walk the fuck away. <laughs> and it's a magic bottle.
2: Yeah, I got that. I got that bottle by accident. I'm like, well, I've got this stupid chest. What am I going to do with it? And so I went to the guy, and it just happened to be along the way. And he's like, oh yeah, hey, tell but you I, what.
0: But I think one of the biggest, uh, biggest elements that people remember about Link to the Past, that uh, also, quite honestly, the most emulated element, even in most recent games, is the uh, parallel world. I mean, that yeah,
2: the light and dark aspect of it, I think, is. I think this is where it started, like the whole thing. Right? Yes. It's
0: exactly yeah. where it started. And I mean, there are games just recently, Guacamelee did it. And Guacamelee does it beautifully. And it takes that concept. It takes basically, here's a setting. I know the exact design and architecture of it. And then it's the familiar setting visually, albeit like distorted, like fucking effects. Like, for example, Guacamelee you know, has you traveling between the land of the living and the land of the dead. So differences would be self-explanatory just by those titles. Mm -hmm. But then Light and Dark World, I mean, you had essentially the the world as you knew it, the world of Hyrule, the same and yet different. Where there was a bridge, there would be a bridge. What affects one world, what, what you do in one world affects the other. And when you, when you, like... Imagine if like we're so desensitized because I said like a lot of fucking games do that now. I mean, Castlevania does it with Upside Down Castle. Uh, Guacamelee did it. Um, shit, man. Uh, you know,
2: even to even to sort of a lesser extent, Ikaruga and Chaos Field do it in shmups.
0: Yeah, they, they essentially you're taking the exact same yeah. area and you're you're distorting it, but. It has the same qualities and yet completely system, st- completely systematic rules. I mean, like, I could go on in where it does affect it. I mean, it, it's sort of the effect that Mario Kart would have in, like, mirror tracks. It's the exact same track, but it now it behaves completely differently because the direction of one turn can completely alter, like, someone's muscle memory. And now you have these two worlds that have the exact same charm of communicating, like, what you do and how you interact with it. And yet they're all different in the same. It's, it's fucking mind-boggling. And again, as an allusion to Bioshock Infinite, Infinite touched that like within a narrative base as far as story-wise. What, what's done in one terror can affect the other. But I mean, it all roots back to Link to the Past. boggles my mind that for example uh entering one of the dungeons involves you basically flooding it however there's no way to flood it within within the dark world you have to uh, basically uh no no i'm sorry you have to drain it there's no way to drain it at all within the light world of hyrule but going to the dark world there is a way to drain it and in doing so it'll affect the water that's in the light world so it's the exact same dimension
2: it's, uh, it's, uh, that was the, what, the third dungeon in the dark world, right? Yes. So what you needed to do is you needed to go to the light world,
0: Yeah. And drain, drain the
2: lake from the light world, and then it fills up the one in the dark world.
0: And then that's what creates the bridge. Sorry. Yeah. Again, yes. been, a, been a while. And you
2: get a piece of heart out of it too, which is pretty cool.
0: Yes. And you get another piece of heart if you interact with the uh,
1: fucking fish. It's so crazy that like you can do that. And then like, there's another uh, SNES classic, Chrono Trigger, does the same kind of stuff, but using time instead of light and dark. It's just, ah, uh, yes. it's insane. It's so cool how, like, like, ah, uh, man, I don't know. You, but essentially, like, it, 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 takes that concept
0: where it's something that's incredibly simple, mm-hmm. and yet it, it gives Holy, it, yeah. forty different faces. It's mm-hmm. the same person with forty different faces, and yet you, you know, you've built a rapport with that person. And yet you, you're continually getting to know this person just through one face and discovering others. And the way it attacks you and how you go about doing it is what, what makes that game stand time. Because there are many games that try to do that and they can't pull it off. It, it feels like a fucking, like a monstrosity, like a, de- a defective example. But Link to the Past does it with such sharp and cognizant design. And, you know, I don't know, I think if anything, you know, in this case, I, I really can't lot it because I feel like modern Zeldas have communicated much more, but like, I think Link to the Past is definitely the very first example. Now, it's definitely been approved upon with modern Zeldas, but mm-hmm. it, they with what they had, I will definitely go out is to say that in, in, even then, you still get that sense going back and revisiting it. Just, it doesn't hit you as hard as it did when you first played it, like... Just the fact that the world feels like a living, breathing world, aesthetically and 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 just tangibly, like things. I mean, tangibly, of course, more or less tangibly, but I mean,
2: all I think the enemies, mostly tangibly. I yeah. think the sense of uh, of your uh, impact upon the world, no matter what it, what you're doing, really sort of stands apart uh, from a lot of other games.
0: I mean it does but I mean going back it doesn't have the same splendor that it did once before. Like I can say without a shadow of a doubt and I mean we've talked about it before and it's, it's it's what makes it amazing and almost at the same time speaking like it's it's just really weird. I think Nintendo it it's weird that the two the next two Zelda's other than the one that's be, like that's being developed that's going to be new have you noticed that no one's really talking about or even mentioning the fact? That, and I know Nintendo did; they did mention, like, "Oh, we're doing a new one for Wii U, right?"
1: So yes, that's, that's, that's what I was really not sure about because I, I thought it was only 3DS, but I didn't know if they're doing something else for the Wii U or not.
0: Well, no, no, there's two all the projects that have been like announced. It's Link to the Past two, yeah, and then the Wind Waker remake. Okay, and and everybody's losing their shit over that, and they're totally getting stoked about it. And yet mm-hmm. they've also mentioned, "Oh, yeah." Remember that Zelda demo that you saw when we first showed off the Wii U? Yeah, oh, we're working yeah. on that, and they and they oh, mentioned shit. and they mentioned it to people. Hey, we're also doing a brand new Legend of Zelda. And it, if you if you just think about it, between all those three things, have you noticed how weird it is that people have just nobody's not... talking about the new project? No, nobody's talking about the new project. Everyone's so <laughs> excited about Wind Waker and Link to the Past too. It, it, and... It's
1: like I said. I mean, it's like the thing that people didn't think was ever going to happen. Like, yeah, like we kind of figured there'd be a new Zelda. You know, like that's just that just it, it's like saying there's gonna be a new Mario game for Wii U like it's just you assume that's gonna happen you know but then to say that they're doing a sequel to a game you know a very well-loved and you know established title like that's I think what people are so excited about because they just didn't think it was gonna happen and now it is um but yeah
0: just what I was I gonna say though um Wind Waker I mean me and Andrew have talked about this I mean Mechanically, there are certain flaws that I, I hope the win- like the remake will fix. Especially like I love getting lost in an ocean, but I don't love getting lost in an empty ass
1: ocean. <laughs> like you know what I mean. <laughs> like there there w- certain w- w- which I think they'll probably be able to implement the gamepad with that pretty pretty nicely. Oh yeah, to circumnavigate yeah. using the
0: yeah. gamepad to circumnavigate will be fucking beautiful. But, but what I wanted to mention though is visually, like that was one of the most timeless examples. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that that game. Like, I, you know, it's so funny how many people have just, like, gawked at, like, uh or galled, I should say. Cell shading the, yeah, like, ugh, gross. And the way, and, and yet like, the way, he, uh, well, I was just gonna say, the way it was done, I mean, like, I can go back and that game doesn't show its age, visually. Absolutely
1: not, no, you can play it right now and it still looks just as good. Like, you, you could stack that up against anything out now and still, I think can hold up. I mean, that, that like honestly, and we've talked about this before with retro games and older games. For me, it is hard to, you know, go back to a game that's, you know, visually maybe not as, you know, great as some of the games coming out now. Like it's hard for me to, you know, take the gameplay for what it is and to kind of separate from the fact that it's like, you know, polygons or, you know, just really like bad, you know, just doesn't look as good as some of the new stuff. But Wind Waker, that's the one game I can go back and play and just be like, no, it still looks great. Doesn't matter when it came out, what generation it's from. Like it just, it just looks that good. And see, I almost, almost really don't have to HD it. I mean, honestly, like what else can they really do to make it look better? And I'm all, I'm actually afraid of them HDing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually kind of agree with that. I, I don't know. I mean, all
2: all it's really gonna do is it's gonna make the the edges a little crispier and it's, it's gonna crisp, be in yeah, a yeah. different uh, spectra. They're, show. They're doing a brand
0: weird. new art style and a brand. Well, not a brand new, but they're they're like taking elements from Skyward
1: Sword. And then as they're long giving, as, they don't, as long as they don't rush. do like that whole like layering, like taking an old game and then just layering it with like you know new. Like I hate when they do that shit. Yeah, they that's exactly Barber's what they're Capcom. doing. They're
0: giving new oh, textures, doing a bunch of shit. Oh, you guys, have you guys not but, seen the screenshots and trailer for it? They're like, really. look at look at the side by side. Like you know how like Wind Waker has that very minimalistic coloring.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that, they they called it tune shading because it was ever so differently done than traditional cell shading right
0: no everything's got like more of a minimal detail now like you know buildings (sighs) architecture for example have like different uh, shading and then like uh grass has now more than one color like shade you know how like grass could be a one tone green but have like the the cell shading like uh contours of it now they have great like colored gradation to define the contours it's just Mm -hmm. it's a more detailed wind waker and i feel like the animation that they achieved with like the simplistic cell shading is going to get lost in all that detailing. They're they're reskinning yeah, it. Is. it does not it is not just it's not fucking Wind Waker HD. It's completely rehauled with a new visual style. Which I'm going to assume I I guarantee it's going to really echo a lot with what was done with Skyward Sword cuz Skyward Sword is basically the marriage visually between Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And I think they're going to go that route. I like the way skyward sword looked i just but it didn't have that animated quality that wind waker had though it's weird
2: yeah i can see what you mean here i mean the, the environment are you looking, are you daylight, looking at but... it
0: yeah it's fucking yeah, weird but here. i mean
2: looking at the the actual character models yeah no it's like it's it looks kind of like they're plastic models instead of cell shaded cartoons
0: You know, and if they can animate the plastic models, the animation is honestly all I'm concerned about. Yeah, as long as it look like action
1: figures is what they look like. As long as it doesn't look like an Unreal game, we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: which yeah, I I don't think I'm sold on that.
0: But I think, but you know, I don't. I I can give this to Link to the Past. Is that where Link to the Past's uh, living, breathing world charm is definitely lost in its age? You it does like inherently possess this quality where you can you appreciate where you can see like seeing where it all started is a very substantial appreciation like something that i i I really really enjoy so i mean everybody has their favorite moments and like i said we a lot a lot of the finer details of the games club i kind of want to talk about when we do video but like in terms of like you know moments like what what was by far one of the most one of the more unforgettable moments of link to the past
2: probably when uh you went to the dark world for the first time because you popped out as a little rabbit and you're like oh shit what am i gonna do now
0: (laughs) oh yeah and see dude i wonder how they're gonna touch that as well um in the sequel because i think that's for the first time ever too like uh i mean even again contrasting back to the original like, even though you could inherently choose to be helpless unless you just went one direction to one cave. I mean, you've always felt like you can hold your own to some extent when you're Link. And then becoming that rabbit and becoming this, like, this fucking helpless, adorable creature that's just, like, running around and getting killed in this world. Like, you know you have to do something in this world, but, like, every time you visit it, you can't do it. And, like, the, like there's it's physically impossible to advance as that rabbit. So like you know that that's the game's way of saying like you're gonna need something, but the fact that it it contextually uses a story like this this world kind of represents like the manifestation of everyone's inner persona, and Link is a fucking bunny rabbit. Like I don't know, I enjoy that. And again, it, it, it also
2: it also alludes to uh, to maybe Link's actual personality. Maybe he's not quite as confident as he looks.
0: exactly there there there's so many finer details like i I will say this it's not the strong it's definitely not the strongest example narratively a comparison of now and that's not fair to it but it at the time yes between dialogue and just little visual cues like a thing that i applaud super metroid for is it does this with very little dialogue and everything that the sprites do on screen pantomime and convey like without saying a fucking word and, and you know you know you're not really left with assuming much you, you you still you get the you get the gist communicated to you fairly well. Zelda does that, and it does it with dialogue, but there are certain moments that are conveyed in just small details like that and even then, like I said I, I think one of the, the the standout moments for me is the very beginning like my favorite's at the, near the end of the game, that's what the blow my mind, but the standout moment is when Zelda's calling you and asking you, like, hey, come rescue me, and you're actually escorting Zelda. And you know what? Like, you're not escorting Zelda to where you have to protect her. Like, she can't get hurt. She's very much like an Elizabeth of Bioshock Infinite, which, I, I'm sorry, I can't help but make so many fucking comparisons because I see playing the two as recently as I have, I, I, I can't help but make so many different comparisons. I, I feel like Ken Levine has, has, I wouldn't say lifted liberties... But has definitely found a lot of uh, very subtle inspirations. But yeah, just you know that you have. There's a lot there's,
2: of parallels, right?
0: There's, dude, you have no fucking clue. Like, I think of it, like not narratively, but I think when it feed when it when it serves a purpose narratively, or when it feeds the context of the game that makes sense, those parallels you I swear to god I find the exact same kind and the exact same kind of philosophy involved with them in Link to the Past. And it, and it's it, it's so fitting being is that those two like are so sharp in so many ways. Except Infinite's gameplay is a lot duller than Link to the Past's. But um where is it gonna go with this? But yeah, like you gotta imagine where you were the very first time you play that and even going back and the fact that, you know, Zelda's right there with you. Zelda isn't a name, she isn't a goal, she isn't an objective, she's a character. She's somebody that, you know, is very much a part of the story and some um, and something that you grow an attachment to. Because, you know, in different moments, especially when she becomes kidnapped, I mean, for the first part of the game, she's very, like, she sends you on this quest, but she's there to talk to. And, like, I know a lot of people don't do it, but again, it's it speaks to the, like, uh, to the hidden depth of Link to the Past. In between the first couple of dungeons, you can go and visit her and the priest and, and and she'll have different things to say about what you do. And you know what I mean? Like you have you have a buddy, you have a partner in this. Not again, not a damsel necessarily in distress, but mm-hmm. someone else in the shit with you. She's just not directly in the shit
1: with you. Yeah. So yeah, still a part of it though, yeah. Yeah.
0: She's yeah. Mm-hmm. and I and I really enjoyed that because you know what I mean there. That quality is really lost in a lot of other ga- well games of that era I mean not that's so true. much now modern game design you know th- that's everywhere but at that time like it it still really hit a note
2: I'll tell you what though there was one point in this playthrough that sort of threw me for a loop which is something that you will probably not see in many if any of Nintendo's games uh, and that's the straight up death of the priest
0: yeah um but I don't remember the death scene. Like, was he just he was struck with like a spell or something, right? No, no, no. You, you just, just find him dead. Yes. Yeah,
2: you find him and he's dying, and then he just fucking up and disappears. He's gone. That's no, it. I, did,
0: and I and I love the music too. The music's really appropriate, but like, yeah. goddamn, it has that, that that retro like like I can only assume that that's that man screaming in agony as he dies. But uh, yeah, no that. <laughs> You know what, though? I mean, other Legend of Zeldas have kind of touched like the aspect of death. Still to this day, Wind Waker. I mean, can I can I really spoil like the end of it? Is that, is the statue of limitations open on that one? It yeah,
2: is, but I think but okay. I, I think I'd contest <laughs> that. I think it's just sealed away. You know what? Now I'll
0: just I'll just spoil it. We've all beaten it, but I'll throw a yeah. spoiler tag. Um, I think when you go and you fight Ganon and that very last moment, you finish him, you stick a fucking sword, and it's oh, goddamn dumb.
1: So, so satisfying. It's like... <laughs> you
0: know,
1: it's that, that pause, you know? <laughs> yeah, but then he... And then Ugh.
0: he falls to his knees. hmm Yeah, I mean, Nintendo's had a way... I think, like, there there's a very hidden element of maturity. Spoiler I'm done. That's the, that's a spoiler. Yeah. But anyway, going back to that, though, just in the reference to that scene... Like, there's a very hidden depth of maturity that I really enjoyed with Legends of Zelda. Like, like, fairy tales of, like, the J.R. Tolkien variety and whatnot. Like, they kind of have that accessibility to where kids and adults can appreciate it. And, like, in in a, in a era where video games were very much like a kid's toy still, like, yeah. you know, I I have never, like, really played a game. Because, like I said, it's like a fine wine. It's only gotten better As I play it more and more now as an adult. But, you know, I can only imagine how an adult felt. Like, I can only imagine how a teenager felt. You can only put so much together when you're a kid. But when you're an adult and you play it in that time frame, you know, in in its proper area of release. And, like, you have the Super NES and the Genesis. And that's really all video games were. Other And it's still really early in the game. I mean, early in the game. Then, I can only imagine, like, just what people felt because honestly when i hit that age and like the big like the big brown groundbreaking game like the game to defy all bars was final fantasy 7 and that you know people would not stop talking about it now if you were to compare the two and ask me like hey which one do you think aged better i don't i don't even have to fucking think about it <laughs> i don't even have to yeah. think about it so it's just funny to me that you know that game only gets better as you play it more and more, but even then it still really did its job. And that kind of begs to where I wanna you know, follow up on like us playing this game, like well actually Andrew, what's your favorite moment in Link to the Past? Any <sighs> from from Kid Any or, moment? Any moment.
1: On. I don't know. I guess I guess honestly just like even when I went back and started playing it today, just something about the opening, you know, just always is so like it just like as soon as you hear the sounds, the Triforce pieces coming together, the sword comes down, you know, like just like this, like the scene at opening, it's almost as iconic to me as the Mega Man 2 opening. You know, it's just like just remembering that and just knowing how it felt to play it for the first time. Like yeah. I, I still get that feeling every single time I start it. Like it never changes. Like I almost want to just start it, reset it, and start it over again. I just want that feeling again. You know? Really... just And you really don't really have those moments anymore where an opening, like even just getting to like the press start, you know, is so iconic, you know, to where you just like, oh, my God, like every time it gets me, you know, it's almost like I'm, I'm kind of getting goosebumps thinking about it right now. Just like something so simple as like a start screen, like you play a game now, like who gives a shit? You know, they, they just don't make it <laughs> important anymore. But like that was important and it was it was it was easy, it was simple. But like you, you knew you're getting into something incredible, like the moment well, you're ready to press start.
2: I mean, even even then they used polygon graphics uh, mm-hmm. in, in that particular sequence. That too, was the That tra- was
0: mode seven.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. still polygons though.
0: Yeah, it was still polygon. But I mean, they yeah. use the poly. Uh, they use mode seven to put it together.
2: Yeah, they would have to. But uh, yeah, even the uh, like when you rescue the maidens in the dark world, the uh, the crystal is also polygon graphics, which is pretty impressive for its time.
0: Yeah. I think my favorite part, though, my overall favorite part, like the one that stands out to me the most, is the fact that you know you knew what Ganon was, and yet you know you're hearing you're hearing about Ganondorf and there's this buildup and like, they kind of do this with every, with every maiden that you would rescue in the dark world, which again, we're about to touch on like the story and like some of our favorite parts in just a moment before we finish off at the end of the games club. Uh, There's always these little snippets that kind of build up just like why exactly things are falling into place and like who, who this Ganondorf fellow was. And, you get thrown off for a bit. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Wasn't I fighting this evil wizard, Agahim? He's a piece of shit who, like, fucking took Zelda away like an asshole. And then the very end, the very, very end when you think, okay, I just I just beat the last boss. And you find out he was a goddamn puppet that was <laughs> controlled by Ganon the whole time. And Ganon is the Dark World Seth of Ganondorf. Like, there was oh no dude that moment that like holy shit and you just see like the shadow fucking lead the dead body of Agahim. it was chilling it was mm-hmm. fucking chilling and you know it was almost like like i don't know there wasn't a lot of games that kind of gave you like that fake like all right man you're at the very end here you go and then it's psych, just, <laughs> psych <laughs> like that ain't that ain't the end dog and, you know what I mean? It kind of, it sets this tone to where you don't even know how to do it. And then, not only that, I love the fact that, you know, that last boss, unless you go around and you start exploring and doing things, like, that that last boss is invincible unless you find the right thing to, to, to take him out. And the game's never done that before to where, like, the, in order to end, like, something, you required... Like, and, and just, again, the process of finding it was... I, wouldn't, I don't want to say too cryptic, like, not fucking Castlevania too cryptic, but, like, it it, it was still hidden enough to where, you know, you you had the sense where you were left with unfinished business, and it was just, it was a big psych. I mean, there is, there's still a lot of legwork to do before you can honestly say that you have saved Zelda and all the maidens. And I really appreciated that. Um man just i don't know that, that that part alone gives me goosebumps that, that whole that whole build up
2: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah let's go ahead and let's touch on the story cuz i think also uh between all the legend of zelda stories other than ocarina of time and wind waker but wind waker i almost don't want to include because wind waker is incredibly no it's incredibly dependent on previous zeldas
1: you realize that right uh, yeah i think so I, I think in terms of story i i think ocarina is usually the one that you really have to refer to more than anything else
0: yeah but link- and
1: and, and, and link to the past of course but you know it's like yeah i mean i i love Wind Waker. don't get me wrong but well because Wind waker is incredibly dependent
0: on on ocarina of time it, yeah. it cites it you know what i mean like it it doesn't Absolutely. really stand on its own but no, link- no but link to the past i don't know um I feel like Ocarina of Time, like when I go back and I play that game, I don't know what it is, but like that, that magical feeling where, you know, you got to interact with Zelda and like both of you knew something was up and then like how your lives dramatically change through the events that take place in that game. I kind of feel like it, it becomes l- less of an art, like it just becomes more of an artifice and, and less of an actual like charm. Like, it's, it, it, the, the, I don't know, the, the efforts to hide it as opposed to like using it as a plot device, like it just, it, 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 sort of erodes with every playthrough and yet Link to the Past to me doesn't possess that flaw. Like I said, that, those first couple moments where you work with Legend of Zelda and you talk to her and then the fact that you inch ever so closer, like it possesses qualities of both that, that really hit home with me and like somebody, somebody's fucking playing a game in the background. What's that? What do I hear? Oh, I Fuck hear off.
2: I know what that is. What is it? That's a game and watch.
1: Oh fuck. Only yeah, guy only guy I know that would do that. I, <laughs> I honestly I honestly feel that like Ocarina and, and Link to the Past are like out of all the Zelda games, I think are the most representative of of Link and and Zelda, you know, starting off, you know, as children, like their kids. And, and you know, because of the situations and things that are happening, they're kind of forced to become, you know, I mean, they say they have this, like, you know, taking on these incredible odds and they have to, you know, take on these responsibilities and take on these, you know, these this heavy burden that, you know, no children should really take on. Uh, and then, you know, in doing so, become heroes, especially Link. You know, I, I think Link to the Past definitely has that. I mean, the moment you do get the Master Sword, it's just like spoilers you get the master sword um <laughs> you know it's just like like, like that a sense of like you know like you're not you're not just some kid anymore you know like, like you are a hero you know especially in, like I, I got granted you're the hero of time it's just like like those moments are so just outstanding and it, it, it just it really has that feeling especially if you were to play that game when you were a kid yeah you know, i think everyone should i think every kid should play both those games because there's that, that feeling that sense of like like I'm a hero, you know. I I, I have to become a hero, face with impossible odds. Like you know, they actually overcome and and you know, just uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too epic in it. I don't know, but, but it, it is.
0: Just, th- but
1: it, I, I feel I feel like those two games, you know, represent that better than any other Zelda game.
0: I feel like if we are to put them in a contest between the two, I still feel like Link to the Past does it better. I mean, mm-hmm. you mentioned the moment with the Master Sword. Yeah. I, I it's one of the incredibly subtle things, like uh, Sarah mentioned with becoming the bunny in the context behind that when you don't have the moon pearl to go in the dark world, you know that you can just stare at the master sword. You see it there and you read about it and NPCs talk about it, but you it's there and it won't fucking budge unless you get the pendants. And then that moment that, that fucking gratifying rewarding moment where you see the pendants just like circle above Link's head and you hear that
2: iconic. Yeah. The light pours out of the hole that it's stuck in. It's awesome.
0: It is amazing. It is quite honestly one of the most gratifying moments that I could still like, just fucking harken back to, like the game. Like, oh man, it's just it's so fucking beautifully designed in every way. Like it's so Almost. designed to. A... No, it, it is. <laughs> hey, that game it... is perfect. Well, it is except for Link has pink hair. He doesn't have fucking pink hair.
1: He has come salmon. On.
0: He has salmon hair.
1: Come on, come it's on, dude. Tough fish. Come it's, on, no.
0: Come on, man! It's red. Dog is salmon hair. I love that hair. Mm.
1: Leave that.
0: You leave that hair alone. Okay,
1: okay, I'll I'll let
0: it go. And to the point where, like Arthur Geez, like a man who's fucking dead to everything that's magical about video games, even though, like, he I I, I love whimsical that
1: whimsical is whimsical is not in his vocabulary. No,
0: it's not. But I do <laughs> I love the way he he logically breaks things down, and like he is that 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 man who cannot like. He intrinsically finds everything wrong with old games and he's one of those people that completely embraces like modern gaming. Even he cannot like deny. and' he'll mention it like if i if if I could only play one old game, hell, if I could only play one game. He constantly battles between Fallout 3 and Link to the Past, and he's fucking weird for Fallout 3, because I don't see why. Yeah.
1: The game's I love it, though. Crazy. It just reminds me of the moment where the Grinch's heart grew three times bigger. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's <laughs> him when he plays on Link to the Past. <laughs> Link to the Past has
0: so many different defining moments
1: that that
0: are communicated both narratively, designed. Like, I think out of all the elements, like I think it's got the best design and it's and I mean I I can't I definitely will say it's got the best design in a Zelda game, well, but I mean one of the best designs period mm. in a video game. Nothing has ever felt so fucking complete. Like sturdy. Like that is a sturdy fucking design.
2: That and it doesn't have a water temple stage that makes you hate all other water temple stages for all history.
0: Forever and ever Yeah, the Water Temple stage is actually fun in this. Stage. Fucking yeah. It's That's really one thing fun. about
2: Okrain of Time. I swear to God, every time I see water in an RPG, I'm I'm just like, fuck off. I don't want to do this because of Okrain of Time. Fuck that temple.
0: Yeah, nobody likes the temple. I hate that temple. But I don't know. I think I I would have to say that like just the the scope of being you know chasing down and going through and and doing this all comes full circle. I think what I'm left with saying is is the reason why we all decided to pick up and play this game again. How the fuck is Link to the Past two gonna live up to all of this? How? That
2: is a really good question, isn't it? Because, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, like you <laughs> like... just
1: crushed me just now. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, I'm like, like I'm so, I'm so happy, so cheery. I'm like, yeah, I man, it's gonna be amazing. I'm like, wait. Oh God, you're right. Oh no, this is, like... this is the worst thing ever.
2: The one thing that I hope more than anything else in the world right now is that they don't fucking pull a new Super Mario Brothers. I just I hope to God they don't. And by uh, that, you mean what? Just making an exercise in mediocrity. It's yet another Zelda game for one. And it might be based on something we all know and love. But you know what? I fucking hated new Super Mario Brothers, too.
0: Well, okay. can we be fair, though? Can we be fair Let's not look at 2, let's not look at Wii,
2: and let's not even look at Wii U, which is actually,
0: if I can recommend any of them, it'd be that one. Um, let's look at the original, New Super Mario Brothers. You have to admit, for what it did, and it was still new, I mean, when, yeah, it, when it
2: actually it was, was new. But you, <laughs> but, you can't deny it, that it's only a novelty.
1: It is a novelty, I will admit that. I, I just like being able to throw people down holes, that was fun.
0: You should, you should be a bouncer for a living.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah or, yeah i could do that or just or play mark play the bouncer or play mario 2 all day you play s- the bouncer for ps2 get out of here <laughs> <laughs> get, you, hey, you stop it i i like that? that game i like it's, that it's game. good uh, yeah,
0: it's, it's great. Uh, okay if you didn't like it you played it the wrong way asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm the bad guy
1: now <laughs> okay er-
0: all the time but uh, that's yeah error day. but error day but like I feel like, and you know, it's it's one of the games that I feel can really actually make use of the 3D. Like speaking of novelty, like the yeah. 3D is a novelty. Still to this day, I don't, I haven't found anything that's inherently made me want to use it, other than like Crush 3D, and even then, it's still a little jarring. It's well, it's all playing, just been a...
2: playing the uh, the link to the past this time around. I mean, seeing the uh, the parallax scrolling on the bottom floors as you're moving on a on a higher floor. That's what I'm saying. That's cool that's and all. What I'm saying, but,
1: Like imagine that in 3D.
2: Yeah. Um, I can see yeah, the lower. use of it because like, yep. you can actually see the shit that's going on below you and you can make like more accurate or more judgmental calls. Oh, is this hole going to bring me where I want to go? Or is this hole going to bring me where and, I want to go? And, and, and it's and not just case, texture anymore.
1: Yeah, and worst case scenario, you don't play it in 3D on your 3DS. just It'll be like Link to the Past. There, there you I mean, if you want that depth, it's there now, which I think is At, so cool that the technology can actually do that.
2: Admittedly, there is one thing that I love about this, and it's the fact that it's top-down perspective. It's not, like, behind the character like every Zelda since 1997.
1: Yeah.
0: I I personally, I want to know what they do. Because you have to follow up for the fact that, like, there's Hyrule. The Hyrule in Link to the Past is, again, we, we talked about all this hidden depth, the shit that we found even in the world in between the rules of the world 22 years later. But... I can only imagine just, like, how exactly they're going to keep this this world refreshing and, like, what they're going to do with it. And, I mean, of course they're going to implement some sort of dark world mechanic, but I kind of, I want that expanded. I want, if anything, and I know this sounds really fucking weird and almost seems like a bad idea, but I I want a three, like, I want 3D to mean something in this game. Uh, I
2: I thought you were going to say, I wanted to go three layers deep. I, I want a third world.
0: I do, and I want to, th- and I want it to use a 3D. I want it to where, even though you could play the game in 2D, like I want it to where you have to turn on 3D to play that that aspect. Like mm. imagine, imagine if you will, like um... shit. Like okay, imagine again Guacamelee. Imagine Lost in Shadow. Imagine all those elements where like you you have to distort the world in some way. I mean. You already you, we have the granted of like paralleling to distort like what's already there but then paralleling it to another degree and you know, like you know there's only one game that's really done that and that's Quantum Conundrum and oh, I don't yeah. feel like it's really done it that well but like to the fact that it completely violates the senses like to me <laughs> that's something that I want I really do I think
2: if they made like Hyrule the neutral world and then they made a light and a dark world from neutral
0: but that may work. I don't know, but see, I feel like that's kind of recycling something that you know what I mean, it's, it's
2: I well, don't Well, wanna... it's going to have to recycle something to to ground it within the link to the past universe, right?
0: I okay. It has to. I don't okay, I don't want I understand that it's going to there's going to be some recycling, but I don't that Because sounds... you know
2: what? If it doesn't borrow from the original game in some significant way, that is just another Zelda game. That's I, all it is.
0: I understand that, but what I want is instead of so much recycling, which, you know, let's be honest, that's the stagnation that Zelda's fallen into. Yep. W- that I want it to be built upon. And yeah, like I I'm I'm totally seeing your idea, but I feel like that's just gonna like I feel like they've almost kind of done that in a way with the fucking Oracle games. You know? In some way. It just yeah, you, right. you, you had to Pokemon it and get fucking two games and play through two things, but still, like, you Pokemon'd it. Like, I i don't know. I'm not saying my way is the right way, but that's just one of the... You blame
2: Capcom fucking... for that one. I don't know. I, I like the
0: Oracle games.
2: Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Yeah, I, I i thought they were fucking cool. but yeah, they're they sort... weren't
2: bad, but... They all, weren't the, all the Capcom on ones
0: either. are pretty dope. Yeah, Minish Cap. Mm. That's one everybody... Which, by the, the way, the... About.
2: Link to the Past was uh, also developed, co-developed with uh, by Capcom, as well for the, the for the GBA.
0: Oh, okay. okay. I was about to say, yeah. what the fucking. What? Fuck. <laughs> hmm. But I don't know, Andrew. What do you, What do you want out of Link to the Past two? Because apparently we just kind of, you know, did fucked it up.
1: Oh no! I mean, I, well, okay. So, like, I I agree that you know, same as what Sarah said, same what I said, like at the very beginning, like I do want that 3d to be kind of implemented. So it does feel like you have that, you know, getting to areas and, and you can tell in, in the actual gameplay trailer, like the ability now to where uh link can actually like become, I don't know what you'd call it. Like, like almost like like an etching in the wall or like, you know, like, like he's like drawn into the wall. It almost has a like paper Mario aspect to it to now where he can kind of like transition and go like how you were saying like before, like, you know, the light world and the dark world elements, to where you had to go into the dark world or vice versa to have something triggered or something happen and then go back into the other part and then it's there for you. Like using that gameplay, like that's kind of what it seems like they're doing now with this, with this, you know, where he actually like becomes like a, a drawing or like a, you know, something on the wall and he can transition, get to places that you couldn't get to otherwise, trigger something and then come back into his proper form and then utilize it. Like that seems like kind of what the light and dark is now and this one is that, but I still hope they do a light and the dark as well. But that, that might be your your third thing that you were looking for. It's just not so much like a it's not, you know, something that just happens in the in the, in the world. It's something that you do yourself. Like it's almost like just like another mechanic. Um which sure. you guys have seen in the trailer, you know what I'm saying, though, right? When he becomes like the painting on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what?
2: Yeah. Ten ten to one odds they actually make a full up paper Zelda. Might as well do it. the yeah. Paper Mario
1: games are good. Especially really when, good. when when the Wii one came out, where you had that, like when you went from your your 2D to your 3D plane, like yeah. it, incorporate that into this version now because you have the 3D, and you know incorporate that somehow. Like I I could see that happening. And those are all those those
0: were all taken there again. They're all taken from the core concept that lately past introduced.
1: Originally, yeah, and then just use that 3D to be, you know, because like you said, you're not really a fan of 3D. You haven't seen it implemented in a way to where it makes sense or where it's needed. This could be the game, like. Where 3D is not just something for Flash, it's something you have to use to play the game. You know what I mean? Because I don't think there's ever been a game really that they've used the 3D in the 3DS to say like you can't really play this game unless you have the 3D on. Yeah, and
2: yeah, the just, reason for that though is because if people can't for some see people the
1: 3D, that can't yeah. do it exactly, yeah, but most people why, yeah. like yeah, oh, you it. It. shouldn't buy one. You've got one,
2: no man. business playing this system. You know what? all like people on. that don't have Wii Motion Plus, you don't have iVision Plus.
0: Well, all right, how about this? Like as long as they make it optional, like all right, well, for for you pansies, we'll do it this way. Like then fuck it. like, dude, I'm down. Like I don't I don't know. I just want something like that. but like, you know, I I, I am I'm gonna go back to being a little bit more positive and a little less cynical. I mean, look look at the fucking, okay, so for example, we kind of lightly touch upon it in the beginning of the episode, but Zelda Nodensu in Chi Sekiban, uh, fucking the Satella view one. Like, again, along with the narration, it, the game actually um, is the technical sequel. It takes, apparently, six years uh, in the events of Link to the Past, and essentially, you're actually the new hero of light. You're actually following the steps of Link. So it's pretty cool like, as far as what it does from there, but it, it all basically ran in episodes that were missions given to the king about this hidden evil. I mean, again, the world is so rich with shit that you can do that there's stuff that happens. And even then, my I completely forgot that... Um, you know, and again, this is weirdo shit. If you guys are really interested or really need some cool, like, I want to play a Zelda thing... Uh, somebody actually did a fan re-release of Link to the Past called Legend of Zelda Parallel Worlds. And it, com- it actually does a really good job to recreate the Link to the Past experience and actually add some new shit to it. Uh, and it's available on uh, repro sites like TimeWalk. So I even recommend checking that out. But like just those two alone, and like nobody's ever been able to repro uh, the fucking Zagazin uh, Saikibin Setsu, the fucking Satellaview games, but you can find ROMs right. of them. I, I really want, I would love, I would love. I, I think they recently, just through VHS recordings that Japanese players did back in the day, is like the only way they recovered some of the audio. And that to me is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I think it's really poor thinking that like Japanese kids fucking recorded shit on their VHS that they played. <laughs> I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to play it. And now, like, oh, we're just catching up fucking years later with better tech. But we're, yeah. yeah. They were doing it so long ago. They were doing it so long ago. But um, yeah, I, I really feel like, you know, Andrew and no, I think it was Sarah. It was one of you guys are like, what can they do? Like, what is there to do? Link to the Past kind of finish itself up. I don't know, man. It's, it's, there's so much still fucking there. So, mm. I don't know. I'm hopeful for it. I just... my, my
2: Maybe you can tra- actually travel to the Golden Land.
0: I would like that. My apprehension... Yes. I want to
2: see what that fucking looks like.
0: My apprehension is being able to follow it up. I want it followed up properly. I want... Like, I don't know. It, I think that's the last thing that we can honestly like finish off this Games Club with. Is it unreasonable... Uh, for us to think that this game will follow up Link to the Past. Is Link to the Past like a follow upable game?
1: I kind of think, you know, 22 years later, hell yeah, it should be. It should be, but part of me wants to say, well, it shouldn't have to. It shouldn't have to rely on, you know, the fact that Link to the Past is such a great game in order to make another one, but it is a sequel. So, I mean, that's exactly what a sequel is. Like, it's supposed to, you know, come out. I don't think it'll ever be... Seen as a better game, I think it might be, you know, like it might be okay. This is, it, it I think maybe passable is the word I want to say. Like, it just it's just one of those games I think that's so hard to like. Even like with Bioshock, like like everyone pretty much knows how much I'm in love with Bioshock. I still think Infinite's an amazing game. Do I think it's better than the first Bioshock? No, because I, I feel like they're they're both great for different reasons. You know, even though it is you know in that same series you know it's not a direct sequel but i mean it is in that universe it's in that series uh, i feel like linked to the past two i think i think maybe maybe they won't call it linked to the past two i don't know what the actual official cause i know the official title in japan supposed to be like linked to the past two but they might call it something different here in the states um no i, I think that
0: nintendo direct was pretty clear I'm pretty they're sure just saying like, link to the past two yeah and and that's mm-hmm. the that was the appeal of it that's where everybody's jiny got
1: wet and was just like ah well i mean i mean the moment you see it you kind of just know <laughs> that's what it's probably gonna be right You know, but I don't know. I I, I guess. Especially being portable, I think it'll definitely be the best portable Zelda game.
0: I think it can do it portable. I mean, especially if it's contained in like separate quests. I almost feel like, you know, people already kind of play console games that way. There's
1: no there's no social interactions. Day one DLC microtransactions. Buy cool hats. (laughs) Link to the past two. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did I ruin it? Okay, that's what I would want. KO. KO. give, give me some sweet hats for street passes, Link to the Past 2. That's 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 actually the full working title.
0: <laughs> oh man. That's that's me kicking you off the Okay, fucking I, I, right I Okay, I probably
1: deserve it. You're like, done. If James were here now, he would just be groaning because I'd be talking about trying to buy season passes for Linked to the Past 2.
0: <laughs>
1: I hope he hears this oh, so he wait. Get upset.
2: So they oh, actually called the DLC link to the pass. Oh yeah. Oh, oh fuck! There it was. <laughs> fuck. God damn! Oh, all right, right I, got, the buzzer, I, I All Sarah, right, hold good on. one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That was that nice, was man. that that deserved that deserved the slow clap. Slow like, clap. Yes, like, that man. was for you. They're gonna be replaying I'll that at sports you. center here, man. That was that was good. <laughs> at the buzzer, man. Sarah just pulls one out of his hat.
0: But but, but you know the they're magician, actually doing. Sarah. doing they're doing DLC for first-party Nintendo games now, like Wii U. Uh, new Super yeah, they, Mario Brothers. Wii U has Wii U, DLC. Yeah.
2: New Super yep. Mario Brothers Two as well, and I could care less because I'm so done with that game. Yeah, the dude, the DLC for that game say, is just old levels. Yeah, pretty much. I was gonna say, you know, on a technical level, uh, Mario Brother, new New Mario Brothers Two is passable, sure, but you know, is it worth your while? Uh, you know, hopefully, it doesn't end up that way with this game.
0: I don't think it will. I think enough attention to details being given, but like uh, I don't same think time
2: can... though. I would argue that the best portable Zelda is already out. Um, don't say that. Link to the past 9. on no, Link to the past on Game Boy Advance. Whoa. Oh yeah, okay, yeah,
0: fair enough. But you can't. But you can't. Well, you can. Is it? Is it on Virtual Console?
2: Nope. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, Link's Link... Awakening is, but oh, not... that's right. Yeah, Link's awaken Link's Awakening is all right. Mm-hmm, it was a yeah, pretty good okay. game. but it was, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm.
0: do you know what i'm afraid of though um who who's the new it's uh onama uh you know sarah what's his name something onama uh, i don't know way to go man anyway that's the <laughs> dude who's uh currently like in charge of all the zeldas and like i know shigeru's had oh, a very fast onuma yeah what's his he's, name again
2: he's the musician though
0: no he's the director too is he's he the, yeah he's, the, he's dude. the director and the musician Dude, he's the dude who's been directing Legend of Zelda, like, since Ocarina oh. of Time. Isn't Aging. it?
2: Hmm. No, oh, well, wow. it's, it's, it's I'll, I'll it up, I think. Or something like well, yeah, regardless. What up? No, I'm just
1: <laughs> Jesus. Regardless, what it is. Sup, dude. What you what's your beef,
0: dog? Um no, dude, I, I kind of want Shigeru Miyamoto to not have such a passive role. I, I want him to be more directly involved. I mean, if you're really going to accurately give me Link to the Past 2, I feel like that he's got the best vision for it. Like, you need to step away from Pikmin 3 and, and kind of like, kind of keep an eye on this one too, man. I like, think that's, that's also another concern.
2: Yeah, Pikmin 3 is kind of making itself anyway, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. It's, fuck dude, it's like that game has plenty of way- room to evolve. It's not just Pikmin. Fucking, you can, you can do more with it. But this one, man, this one's got some shit you, you need to keep an eye on. Um, E.G. Enoma, Edgy. Yeah, A.G. Eiji. Right. Yeah, that dude's like, he's the dude the the head honcho, and you know he kind of took over from Miyamoto as far as like what he wanted, you know, Skyward Sword to be. But that, you know, Miyamoto was the dude behind Link to the Past, so I think yep. he needs a more active role. So, anyway, I don't know. Uh, I do like that they're committing to the really fucking stupid official uh, timeline, though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They're really committing that, to that, it. That that convoluted mess. No, it's, it, they, like, they established it. It's not convoluted. Well, I mean, it well, is convoluted.
2: Yeah. It's not like
0: Metal Gear... Solid convoluted. Ugh. God damn it, dude. I mean,
1: it's kind of sad when you have to buy the Hyrule Historia just to figure out like how it all gets placed.
0: Yeah, but have you seen that fucking tome?
1: That's pretty legit. It, it is pretty legit. 40 bucks later. Yeah, 40 yeah. bucks later. It's re- that's That thing's like... Mm. Product placement with Hyrule Historia. Yeah,
0: honestly, if you were to take two things, if you were to spend money on two things, you need to buy Hyrule Historia and go buy the repro of Legend of Zelda Parallel Worlds somewhere like and don't don't get the rom don't be a bitch yeah but don't do he, that but, what are you doing yeah go go buy the repro it's fucking good <laughs> do it yeah all right but um uh episode end
1: um just sure. one one more thing i want for link to the past too. all right what do you want i want to know if robin williams is going to do a commercial for it <laughs> 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 uh, can we bring I him want, back in his I crazy wanna, beard i want him i want him there
0: where is what, what, what is he doing? He's, like, he's, fucking, he's not even doing stand-up right now. Motherfuckers. Rob Williams, you want to be in this commercial, man?
1: It's, it's schedule's
0: so open. Follow him on Twitter. He's. It's like he's begging for something to do. Anyway.
2: Mm. If, you,
0: if, you, if you liked what you listened here on Press Pod Radio, if you enjoyed this Games Club and wish to enjoy <laughs> any others that we do in the future and all the other fucking weird awesome shit or yeah well, this isn't real weird but it's awesome um, yeah, fun it's fun yeah you should review us on iTunes subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio check us out on Stitcher Radio and also dude come to our website at www.presspodradio.com you can read editorial ranging from previews to opinion pieces and reviews where we tell you which game is fucking good and which is not and you can also join our forum community be a part of the Facebook page and fucking get on the nonsense there. And then everything that you do there, whether you set us up with a fucking email at mailbag at com or our voicemail at 469 PPR talk, your shit will happen on the show. And next episode will be proper. No more games clubs. I fucking, I, I need, I need to just talk about all the other fucking video games I've been playing. Um, me and Sean are doing this piece right now, where being is we've always talked about doing it for the last year or so. Pandora's Tower and other shit. Uh, we are going to do a piece on the twenty-five uh, essential third-party games for the Wii, and yes, there are twenty-five, and they're good.
1: Good luck they counting are. them. Yeah, no, you can't, uh, you, you can't. You can't count. Oh man, third-party. God damn, that is hard. No, we've
0: also dude, we went a step above. We can't we don't count games that have been ported. So like No More Heroes isn't in the list. Uh, no More it, Heroes 2 is in the list though. Well, how is one ported? I don't get that. Uh, it went to the PS3.
1: PS3. Went to the PS3. Oh, oh, so it has to be only for the Wii. Only for the Wii. Like you got you can only play this on the Wii. Well, you better get Muramasa on there quick before it comes out on the Vita son. It is. <laughs> it is on that yes. list.
2: Yes. Oh, ah, ah, it's really on Vita.
0: You know what's a really cool game, though, that, like, Sean didn't even know about that I completely forgot about because I downloaded it on a fucking on a whim? Uh, Zombie Panic and Wonderland. It's a fucking indie take on the Wild Guns uh, format. Oh, it's fucking hmm. cool, and it's super anti-dude. still 10 bucks. What's it called? Zombie Panic and Wonderland. Check, oh, check that shit out. out. Check that shit hmm. out. It's really good. Interesting. Well, you, you don't have a Wii. Oh, you yeah, got a Wii U. You? you got a Wii U now. No, no, no.
1: Go to no. your, your shop no i bought a wii again (laughs) what the fuck really i I really want i really want to play zelda and i didn't have the wii so i was i I bought a wii so i play zelda and i still don't have zelda
0: do you use that super nintendo i gave
1: you yeah of course like like as a like a decorative item or something yeah i mean i just kind of put it up there and say hey yeah i play super nintendo no big deal what games do you have for it the ones that george got me Hey, other ones no like, I don't. Even, I don't even remember what
0: I gave you for it. I had
1: some it, good stuff in there, like Donkey Kong, and uh, I, I think he did kind of troll me on the 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 fucking fighting game, the the world. What the fuck was that called? World, world Heroes? Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one's not good. Maybe not so much. <laughs> but hey, I still got. It I, I treasure it.
0: Yeah, but it, it's it's nice. It's relieving to know that Andrew's a fellow Donkey Boy. We, we Donkey Boys got to stick together.
1: Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's, he, that's coming out on 3DS here so soon too.
0: Donkey Boys, I'm down.
1: Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong Country Returns.
0: Forgot about that. Yeah. All but, right. But anyway, yeah. like us on Facebook. Follow Please. us on Twitter. Subscribe and review us on iTunes. Uh-huh. Good, good. uh Good. Read, read our shit on our website, presspodgeradio.com. Watch our videos and our streams. And we're on Twitch. And finally, watch Bullet Heaven, our compatriot show that's awesome. And me and me and Stare are going to do something together. I'm going to be on Bullet Heaven.
1: Ah, uh, it's true. Son of a bitch. Okay. Oh. T- Bring the talking head back. <laughs> um, oh, no, but seriously, and of, sir, you, you, you're doing some cool shit here with Bullet Heaven, aren't you?
2: I am. Uh, speaking yeah. of Bullet Heaven, I'm, I've am i got 10 copies of Cloud Phobia given to us by the fine folks at Rockin' Android, and you could get yourself a copy. Uh, make sure to tune in to the next episode, where at some random point, I'm going to be belting out two of these codes for you to get your grubby little mitts on. so keep it keep your windows open and uh you could score yourself a pretty sweet game it scored a solid four out of five on bullet heaven episode 70
1: uh speaking of which only be able to grab one because i'm gonna take the other one (laughs) let's do it live (laughs) okay
0: do it in front of everyone speaking of free games we're being given we're also getting more copies of kentucky Route zero
1: so uh, episode fucking good, people.
0: yes yeah, So I'll episode be, two, getting to get here now. I'll, I'll be I'll be having fun giving those away as well on the next episode when we figure that out. But until then, uh, expect more. Oh my god, so much fucking. Oh my god, just so much work. So much, so much. Oh my stuff. God. Oh my god, oh so my much. God. Everybody, ready? Do do the David hater. Do the David hater. Oh, Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I hate my life. Alright. EA Sports Metal
1: Gear. I'm not um, participating in any of this.
0: <laughs> Alright, this is Georgie Boys Axe. Wait, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Shit. Hold on. Hold on. Was there something I forgot? No, I
2: don't think so.
0: Alright, cool. Psych. This is Georgie Boys <laughs> Axe.
2: Toast. And Sarah.
0: And stay tuned for our next episode where uh yeah, you just find out. It's a surprise.
2: Pew pew. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those are my end guns.